So yeah, that's how I got rabies and had to be sedated by animal control. Man, I just hate chipmunks sometimes. I know, eh? It's, it's a, a tough process. One. Welcome back to the Case and Punt podcast. Today, uh, we're going to talk about some drug addictions, drug testing, Josh Gordon, uh, and substance abuse as a whole. Uh, my name's Ryan. I'm Brady. I'm Aiden. I'm Keyshawn. Yeah, so why don't we get right into it? Uh, I think, who said, who's gonna, Brady, you're going to start? Keyshawn is going to give us a little backstory in the life of Josh Gordon, who is a NFL wide receiver. Been through a lot of stuff, but... We're going to look at his background and see how how this all came to be, and maybe we can understand why um, he's having a really tough time right now. Yeah, so, um, you know, before before Josh Gordon became one of my favorite players in the league, uh, honestly, I had no idea who the guy was until that rookie season, like when he, well, sorry, not his rookie season, his uh, second season. But we'll start we'll start back in, uh, in seventh grade when uh, Josh Gordon began a uh, substance abuse. He was... Uh, using Xanax, codeine, and weed in seventh grade. I think in, in seventh grade, I still I didn't know what Xanax or codeine was. I, I barely think I knew what weed was, if I'm being completely honest. I still don't know. I think, what is drug? Well, I knew some kids that were started doing it in grade seven. It's super early, but I knew kids that were doing it. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to say their name. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, call them out. What's your name? Um, we'll just talk about it later. later. But, uh, but yeah, it is true. I've seen it happen. I, I I don't know. That's it's 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 crazy young to start. But uh, you know, despite all that, he ended up being a well, it's not that high, but he ended up being a two-star recruit, and he chose to attend Baylor. And this is something I just found out last night was the reason that like he had some D1 scholarships. Like he had, um, I know he had like Missouri. I think he had Utah. Pretty sure Baylor's a D1 school anyway. Baylor is Baylor. Yeah, uh, sure. Baylor. Baylor is is yeah. D1. But the reason that he chose to go to Baylor. Was because he was on probation. He couldn't leave the state for school, like he couldn't leave the state of Texas for school. So that's why he had to accept the Baylor scholarship. Baylor's in Texas. Yeah, it's in Waco, Texas. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. What do you think it was? Um, I don't know. I thought it was like northern-ish. But his basically uh, the exact opposite of what it was. <laughs> yeah. So he um so he attended Baylor, uh fa- got caught with weed, but like he because it was like his first offense, he was given like a, a just like one strike and then. Like, he got caught again, failed another drug test, and so he decided to transfer out of Baylor. He was about to be suspended at Baylor. And then the story goes, he was just, like, driving. He ended up in Utah, like, by, like, the Utah, like, campus, which is 20 hours away from Baylor. I don't know if he left exactly, like, from from Baylor University, but he ended up at the University of Utah, decided to go to Utah, but then he declared for the 2011 supplemental draft, but he declared too late for that draft. So he had to sit out the year at Utah. And then he declared for the 2012 supplemental draft, and like I, I think most people know, he was drafted in the second round of the supplemental draft, which is crazy high for um, for any player to really be taken in the, uh, the in Browns. the supplemental draft. Um, 2012, he has a good rookie season. Starts 14 games, plays in 16, went over 800 yards. Great season for a rookie. And then 2013 was his like big year that's when like people were like this guy's gonna be a problem he was suspended for two games of the second season still led the league in receiving yards uh over calvin johnson at the time he was number two it's basically he's a monster uh he had 87 catches over 1600 yards and nine touchdowns he made the pro bowl and he was also the first and i believe only receiver with back-to-back 200 yard games and yeah i think i've heard something like that. yeah he was absolutely gross that year and that's when that's when I became like a big Josh Gordon fan. But then 2014, arrested for impaired driving. He was suspended for the full season at first, but then it got reduced to 10 games. Um, he played in five games. 
it, obviously they play 16 games, so he played in five games, but the Browns suspended him for the final game. So when he played in five, and obviously 2014 Browns did not make the playoffs. Uh, 2015, he was suspended for the full season, and that's when he entered the uh, NFL substance abuse program. Uh, and and again in 2016, did not play again. Uh, he was suspended for four games, was supposed to come back for week five. Uh, you know, had him on my fantasy roster, expecting big things in week five, but uh, just didn't uh, chose to step away from the Browns, and he didn't play again that season. Uh, 2017, he was reinstated in week 13, so at this point, two pretty much three whole seasons have gone by. He played a few games for the Browns, and then in 2018, he played one game with the, with the Browns, and then uh, got traded, played 11 games with the Patriots, and uh, he put up 720 yards and three touchdowns last season. I love what he really worked really hard. And yeah, he ran all his his routes super hard, and he was ta- he became one of Tom Brady's favorite targets, and yeah. he caught he his 500th like touchdown. And he looked like he was blocking hard too, like oh, yeah. giving good good. He hours. was he was on going at, going at 100. percent But then really was. Uh, like if you look back on that uh, the 2013 season, even the rookie season, pretty much every single game he's played up until 2018 because he hasn't really played that much. Uh, he did all that drunk. Because he was saying that he was ripping shots before games in in the NFL and at, at Baylor. Pretty impressive. Like he said, it was to deal with uh, like anxiety, but like obviously at that point, it's not even just dealing with anxiety. That is just pure substance abuse. Look at he doesn't look like he's he's got a problem when you look at him. I mean he's he's shredded, right? He all he does is work out. Yeah. Um. I mean, like a lot of a lot of times you can't really tell especially when it's something like that like you can't tell that the guy's addicted just by looking at him like he's balling out on the field like he yeah well when when you see someone go for 200 yards you're not thinking oh that guy's 100% drunk most yeah. people can't walk when they're drunk but the right? guy was just ripping shots before games and well, I don't think he he himself would not be drunk because that's just like what he needs to be like at a normal performing since because of his imagine his what he life. could do when he wasn't well, drunk so though. but you have to think he's about not it drunk. like he had been playing that way like impaired since like <clears throat> Like early high school, right? Like probably before that. Yeah, definitely in high school that he was just going to all his games drunk. So he's yeah. like, and wasn't he was a track star as well, right? In basketball, he had a basketball scholarship in grade ten. Yeah, so he like he's, he's a, a ridiculously athletic freak, and yeah. without his gifted athleticism, he. I'm gonna be the guy to say this. He does not deserve to be in the NFL. Straight up. Why? I disagree. You disagree. Yeah, what's why do you reason, say that? What's the reason you disagree? No, what's what's your reason first? My reason first. I'll, I'll, I'll give my argument afterward. Nobody should get this many chances. I And I completely understand it's a disease and stuff, but for the NFL, if the NFL actually cared about this guy, they would not let him come back. Okay, but then like, what's the difference between him and Chris Long, who Chris Long just got away with it? The guy, the guy, Chris Long, first of all, I just want to say, absolute great guy. He's donated so much to charity. One, he should have had... I don't understand how he didn't win Walter Payton Man of the Year almost every year he played in the league, but like he just came out and he said he smoked weed every game, every day. How does he not get caught? But Josh yeah. Gordon just gets get gets caught because with Josh Gordon it wasn't just weed. He abused a lot of different substances and it affe- it interfered with his career and his life. But like, I said say it was mostly weed and alcohol. It was it was. It, like and when it came to the NFL, it was mostly weed and alcohol. Yeah, but that's the. But it. My point was, it wasn't just weed and alcohol. But anyways, it clearly interfered with his playing career. The fact that he got caught, and he had so many red flags before. He had it like he's he was clearly addicted. Had a very serious problem with it. But if Chris Long, Chris Chris Long is ripping weed like every day, 
how is that why is that there's different? A, there's a difference between being like addicted in a serious mental issue and just using it recreationally like, like chris long was yeah so that's exactly what i'm trying to say how could you say it was recreation i don't i don't care how you day. use it because it, it hasn't been proven that he's addicted so i'm just saying how would you what's the like, difference he used because it every day he, you could say that's an no, no no but he wasn't like he was never caught though so it was clear that he could so, stop so that's the weeds thing the weed the weed just let chris long get away with it no it wasn't it's it's a it's an illegal substance in the nfl you are not allowed to use weed. I don't care if you're addicted to it. I don't care if you're just doing it recreationally. You're not allowed to use it. So why was Chris Long, like, given a free pass? Because he wasn't caught. He was, he was never caught. But why was he not caught? How was that fair? It was random drug testing. Yeah, but how was that fair? Randomly, he was... I don't know. I don't know. Randomly, he was never selected. not fair. Because just like you can be randomly selected, you can be randomly not selected. And he was never selected. That's the whole point of random selection. But then oh, there's also so many stats saying that, like, uh, you know, a lot of NFLers come out saying, like, 85 to 90 percent of players in the NFL smoke weed. How come? It's how, true. How I come, believe it. How I believe come, most of them are alcoholics, too. Well, I don't, I don't know about that, but I uh, I don't I don't understand how these guys don't get caught. How does how does 90 percent of the league smoke and get away with it? Well, I think because 90 percent of the league doesn't come out of the supplemental draft like Josh Gordon did. Those guys are automatically flagged by the NFL. Yeah, but so I, I understand that. And I like I want to say this. Like I understand that Josh Gordon should be caught. He should be punished. Like I don't think any of his suspensions are unwarranted. But it doesn't make sense to me how so many people can get away scot free. They like Chris Long didn't get suspended a single game, like for, for yeah. substance abuse. Right? I don't want to say it's a, a race thing. Um, but like some people, but it's will a race say, thing. Some people will say it's a race thing. I don't know. I followed Haha Clinton Dix, who was a safety on the Packers uh, on Instagram, and he would get like a ton of like he'd get emails. He'd post them on his Instagram stories. He'd get emails about um, like it would say like show up to the facility at this time. You're being drug tested. He got like three in a in a in, a, in like three months. He and, was like all I, the other players. I love seeing it. players that are like so um, like public about their drug tests. That'd be like oh. Like Pat McAfee, when he weighed that massive hit, I think it was on like Trinidad Holiday. Anything um, good that happens, they get drug tested. Yeah, yeah. He smoked Trinidad Holiday, and then the next day he's like, "Oh, random drug which, test posted on Twitter." I, I don't thought know, which hilarious. makes me like Chris Long. He was pretty. He had pretty good sack numbers. Like he was making a difference in the game, but he somehow got around every drug test out there. I don't think that's also possible. Eric Reed. He's a huge one. He he got seven drug tests in eleven weeks. Which yeah, so I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to say. And he he passed every single one. I don't want to say it's a race thing, but like there seems to be a trend towards it. Yeah. I I don't know. I can't really say. But, but. we don't have the numbers to show because like maybe statistically, everyone who they have caught, it could be like a majority of black players. Like there could be more, but then you have to look at the the average of it because obviously there's more black players and white players, so you can't look at the totals. But I think if you look at the proportions. I don't want to say that it, like it is a race thing, but it's like you know if it's we're comparing to, it if seems we're comparing, to be from the outside looking in. if we're comparing Chris Long to Josh Gordon, like obviously Did you like that voice crack. <laughs> uh, Josh Gordon is not white, and Chris Long is not black. So if we're if we're comparing Josh Gordon and Chris Long, it's you you compare. actually can't compare the two situations. There is no comparison whatsoever. They are both drug users. Can't compare. One of them got caught. One of them didn't. We don't know how many times Chris Long got drug tested. That's I think that's one the of, problem. It one was of also them, hearsay. Like he he pretty much like we don't know exactly like, what he was doing and when because like there's no evidence that for like when he tested positive. So it's kind of hard to like take his word for that because maybe he actually meant it. Like he smoked it every day, or maybe he was exaggerating a bit. I don't doubt that he didn't do it. Like obviously, I think obviously he smoked as as well as so many other players. It's just it's hard to really effectively catch a hundred percent of users. 
And like that's why I think like there should be like an actual like we can everyone... talk about that when we get to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 we'll get me that and Grady, in the future. Me, me and Grady, <laughs> Bra- me and Brady Who's disagree that? heavily on on this topic. Uh, like I mean, I, again, here's the thing. I understand there's so many like uh, medical purposes for marijuana. Like I'm not a big advocate for it, but I understand all the benefits behind it. And like in terms of uh, like the standard painkillers that all the NFL players get. First, marijuana. Marijuana seems to be the healthier option, like given my uh, very limited research on the on the whole topic. But if it's an illegal substance, if your employer says it's an illegal substance, anybody that uses it should be punished. Yeah. And I don't care how many times you use it. Like, there's a whole there's a whole protocol to it. So, oh damn, I really wish I really wish I had this. But there's a uh, like you get suspended for like I think it's like two games, four games, and then your third offense, you're done for. You should be done for two years. Uh, that's what the player, or that's what the NFLPA drug testing, uh, like whole pamphlet thing says. Um, I I don't know. For me, for me, it's just it's like I un, uh, again, Josh Gordon should be suspended, but Chris Long should have been suspended as well. He's using an illegal substance. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We all agree on that. No question about it's that. A very easy consensus there. <laughs> it's just. I just think there's a big disparity between the amount of times. Like I don't understand. I don't know how many times Chris Long got. Uh, drug tested but at the same time how is it possible that he got around every single drug testing if he was using weed every single day that's yeah. impossible no that's a, that's it a shouldn't great point. happen yeah absolutely should not but like know. do you really like do you really get off scot-free because you're smarter than another player even though you're doing the same thing mm-hmm. like he must have been using it smarter if he got around every single drug test chris long i mean yeah and josh gordon obviously didn't because he got caught a couple times i mean there was no character issues with chris long so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna ever say that chris long cheated drug tests or anything like that but it's no just, i'm it's just, just saying that it's it's impossible to get past every drug test if you smoked weed every had i mean cheat them. yeah realistically he would have cheated them if he was never caught like he would have had to it's impossible I, yeah and so the biggest thing is like i'm not against weed like marijuana whatsoever but i i completely agree with you if your employer set, especially for the NFL, where you're making millions of dollars to play a game that you should love, mm-hmm. you, you should abide by those rules. Shouldn't even be like... But in Josh Gordon's situation, he was basically warned time after time after time. And this comes back to the whole substance abuse. Like uh, He has a disease, right? But if it's to the point where he's... Like, he clearly cannot stop. At what point does he get disbanded, like, and not allowed to come back? Because he, no point. it's clearly not good for his health. Oh, it's absolutely not good for his health, but they're, he's working on it. I don't think... Here's, here's my argument. I don't think that people should be kicked out of the NFL because addiction is a disease. You wouldn't kick a person out of the NFL for any other disease, right? Right? No, you wouldn't. Right. It, this but is his only just... source of income. This is all he's got. You can't kick. You can't take away somebody's source of income because he has a disease. But those those is there's other diseases don't violate the the, the rules. I of understand the game. that, and that's okay. But that's why we're not kicking him out of the league. Yeah. He can. He still has chances to come back. He goes to rehab. Like if you have a disease, say any other disease, you go to the hospital, you do rehab, you come back. It's the same thing. It's still a disease. I so I, I understand where you're coming from, and I do agree with you to a certain extent. But I think addiction has to be viewed at differently from other diseases. I get it; it's a genetic thing. That's but, the stigma. It but be. having like, so I you know this is a very extreme example. Having cancer is not illegal, but abusing drugs is. And that's that's like, a that's a 
fundamental disagreement between you and me? So the biggest thing is that when it comes to Josh Gordon, like he is, he is violating the teams that he's on, especially in the sense of the Patriots where they did everything they could to possibly give the guy all he needed. They gave him an, his own security team just so they could basically catch him and say like, Nope, can't go out past this time. Nope, can't go to that place. And so he he evaded. Yeah, the security he evaded on that security reasons, team. Yeah. I think if the Patriots wanted to move on with him, that would be a hundred percent within the rights to do so. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if if I don't think the league should kick him out of the league and bar him from ever playing again, if a team wants to take a chance later mm-hmm. on when they think that he's healthy, then by all means. And if yeah. he never gets healthy, then that's okay. But I don't think we should kick him out of the league and take away his only source of income from what I've heard. See, but the biggest thing is it's not worth it for him to play football if he's going to like deteriorate himself even further doing it. Because the biggest thing with using, with using these drugs and football, since he's been doing it for so long, it's become like classical conditioning for him. Like he go, Like he plays football and then he thinks like after the game, he's like, I'm not high, I'm not drunk, like I need to fix that. I understand that. I'm just saying we can't kick it. We shouldn't kick him out of the league, or the league shouldn't kick him out of the league just because he has an addiction problem. Yeah, like we say, if the, he, if the yeah, team sorry. wants to move on with him, that's a hundred percent within their rights. Yeah. But I don't think we should kick him out of the league because at some point in his life, if he does become healthy and not addicted to drugs, then I think he should have a, every chance to play. He's a talented player, and if he gets his head right. I think he'd be okay. Also, you can't forget the way the NFL. The NFL is a business, and they want to put the best players on the field. One hundred percent. He's of the one time. of the best players. And when he's like, when after his like second season, uh, Aiden and I, we had this debate for a really long time. I thought Josh Gordon, if he could have stayed on the field, he would have been one of the best receivers of of all time. He his had a chance to. He had he had already set records in one season. Was a league leading receiver. Made the Pro Bowl in his second season. Like the guy was incredible, and if you watched him play. He was unbelievable. He was just a walking has, highlight reel. He has the length, the height. I the he's speed, got everything. He's everything. He's six four, runs a four four. He's got amazing hands. Can jump through the roof. The guy was a perfect prototype receiver. He reminds me a little bit of Johnny Manziel. Just wasted talent. Well, well so Johnny Manziel. I will. I will say to, uh, this to you, Keish. You did change my mind on that quite a bit, and I actually agree with you. I don't think he'd be the best receiver no. of all time. No, but I don't like, think. I definitely think he could have been someone that was like a first ballot Hall of Fame. Kind of like, like Calvin Johnson, Johnson agree, no doubt. He had all yep. the statistics. Like, he had all like the the same like comparables to Calvin Johnson. Like yeah. six, a little bit smaller. I, actually, I think other, Calvin. I know other, Calvin, other than size, just but like I think just, Calvin was a, just skill a monster. Can, can yeah. we also oh, yeah. can we also put out that Calvin was six five six six and he ran a four three. He was a monster, like Megatron. People called him Megatron for a reason. Yeah, that's that's not real. Like that, how Unbelievable. Can, how can there be a human that yeah. does that? I'm just gonna quickly introduce here. Uh, Brady said something about Eric Reed, so I pulled up a thing about it. Um, he he. He tweeted a picture of the uh, the little slip he got that says, you've been randomly selected by the NFL drug testing program, medical advisor to complete a urine doping test today. So they didn't give him a like a set time to like get off the drugs if he was using it in quotation marks. Um, it was a today type thing. So that's good. That's good. Will oh. they test him on the same day? Yeah. Um, because that doesn't give anybody time to like not use drugs to get it out of their system, right? Um he he tweeted out that and said number seven and then random in quotation marks. Um, according to Reed, this is the seventh time he's been drug tested since tining, uh, signing with the Panthers in late September, which was, uh, I think, 11, 11 weeks in the past. So yeah. he'd been seven times in 11 weeks. So that was with the Panthers? 
Yes. So that was also um, that was last year. This was last season, and this was he was also one of the guys that was really vocal about uh, Colin Kaepernick and his support in Colin Kaepernick. And there was a lot of uh, a lot of belief throughout the league that Eric Reed was another guy just like Colin Kaepernick that was being boycotted by the owners in the league, like right? that they wouldn't want to sign him. Uh, yeah. So and so they were trying just, to do everything that they could to get him out of the league. Well, so actually, uh, yeah. So you're you're completely right to that, and they actually both filed grievances. So, uh, sorry, a um, <clears throat> uh, mixed grievance against the NFL, and they actually won that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they, or they settled yep, it. They, they settled won. it out of court. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to just to continue here, uh, there was a mathematics professor that they like talked to at uh, Farfield Fairfield University, I don't know, somewhere in the states, and uh, he said that there's a the same probability of flipping a head nine times in a row as being tested six times in eleven weeks. So that was before <laughs> he got tested the, the seventh time. So seventh would be even lower than this, but he said that's a 0.195% chance of ha- that happening. still possible. So you have more of a chance to make it to the NFL than get drug tested seven weeks. Seven out of, that's seven that's seven only of six weeks. out of 11 weeks, so it would actually oh. lower because yeah. he did se- like another week. By the way, it's a 1.6% chance of college athletes make it to the NFL, so that's where that number came from. Yeah, so he it was lower than a 0.195% chance of getting drug tested seven out of 11 weeks in the NFL. Th- that's that, there's something wrong with that that's uh that's definitely like trying to get the guy out of the league yeah, that's they're, they're there's collusion him. there there's uh yeah so that's a very corrupt league that's well so that's also not the first person that happened to and funny enough the guy i'm gonna bring up is white so i like this is not a race thing this is this is a business it's thing. a race thing are you gonna say pat mcafee no Ooh. chris sims was he on the titans the the Buccaneers quarterback? Yeah. Oh, never mind. He was placed in the drug program and pushed out of the NFL because it was excessive as heck. I, I'm sorry. I actually don't know the story. Do you mind going into it? Yeah, basically. So uh, I don't know what happened with his drugs, but he talked about it on a uh, podcast because he has his podcast with... Um, Lefko, right? Yeah, Lefko. Uh, they were talking about it on the podcast. Very funny, actually. When Lefko brought it up, he was like... Chris Sims gave him like a death stare and <laughs> had to make sure it was okay that he could talk about it, but... <clears throat> Yeah, Sims went into it a little bit, and he basically talked about how excessive and wrong the entire drug program is because you need to be on call 24-7, ready to go to the facility to take drug tests. So he'd say, like, there would be nights that he'd come home from the facility. Uh, Him and his wife would plan to go to a movie, but he'd get a text saying, "Uh, hey, Sims, they're here for you. You need to come back. See, I don't think that's right. Here's the thing. I understand why they'd have that in place, but at the same time, that's 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 a little excessive. So, uh, I like I said, I read up on the drug policy last night. Um, if you go on vacation, they have international locations that you have to go to. Uh, yeah, that's okay. What I'm saying is your, they should be able to test you from whenever your day starts as an NFL player to the day ends as an NFL player. Not 24-7. So, if they wake you up at 1 a.m. and they're like, you need to come oh, to the okay. facility no, no, right no. now. I, I don't think they can do that. I think there is a time period. They can in but... Canada at university. You can where what any any time like any anywhere. Yeah, oh, wow. they can go to your house. They okay. can do whatever you want. It's testing all the time. Um, See, yeah, that's so, so excessive. But like, because you have to be in the program for a minimum of two years, right? Like that's the thing. And then obviously, if you use during the program, it gets bumped up. Um, but he basically said during those two years, he kind of realized like this is not what I want to do. Like it doesn't matter how much money I'm making. Like I don't want my life to be like this. Like. Cause and it, cause at that point, like, if you it use once, life, right? if you use once and you get caught, oh, I think he actually used on the program. What do you mean, like during it? Yeah, during the program. So, so when mean, he was enrolled in the substance abuse program, he was still using drugs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did well, Josh so, Gordon do that? Yeah. 
And so yeah. funny enough, it was it was one night. Sims went out with uh, some other guys from the Buccaneers. Obviously, didn't toss out any names, um, but he saw them um, partaking in some recreational uh, activities. What drugs was he using? I I don't know. I'm gonna assume. I like. I'm pretty sure that was like the Warren Sapp era, right? On the box. Am I wrong? He did play for the box, right? Warren Sapp. I don't know. Warren Sapp played for the box. Yeah, I, I know. know I know it, Warren. Sapp, I don't know if it would have been that long. Warren ago, Sapp but. was abusing uh, coke at that time. Um, nice. But basically, yeah. So he ended up using on the program. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a disease. Obviously, got bumped up, and he's like, "Okay, I can't do this for another two to four years. Like, I'm I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Like, but, like I said, disease is an like addiction is the disease. Sorry." it's a chemical dependence it's you can't do anything about it it's a disease yeah so you're completely right but the thing is like with the nfl especially with it being a business they're paying you millions of dollars like so much money to play the sport that you love and the thing is like as an nfl player you're so fortunate to be where you are. Of course, you've worked for everything, but for a guy like Josh Gordon especially, like he's physically gifted. And there is no argument to say with that because like that's you could say this for any job though. Like I understand it's it's a spectacle. The NFL's a spectacle, right? Yeah, well people there's hundreds watching. of thousands of people that yeah, are like exactly. willing to kill for your job. 100 I I agree with you 100%. I mean, I'm just the saying reason you could say this for any job. If someone works hard to become a doctor and becomes like they they get anxiety, depression, they start using drugs. What are you saying? Like he's throwing it all away. Okay, so yeah, I I hate to be that guy to poke holes in your analogy, but if you're a doctor using drugs, there is a like there's a very good reason for you to be taken off because you're actually endangering people's lives. Like I see what you're saying, but like yeah, but I'm saying addiction can happen to anybody in any in any sport or any profession. Of course, yeah. I yeah, so I see what you're saying, and I guess like, but we're not just gonna take away a person's everything because they're they have a chemical addiction to something. My thing with that is, if you break the rules, you're told you're not supposed, you're not allowed to do this. You Under- should be punched fairly. Understood. I'm just saying we can't take away someone's livelihood because they're addicted to something. I'm they saying if they break the rules, to. I'm saying if they break the rules, I don't see why you can't. If they like, so yes, it's he's not like, like he killed someone, guys. But no, no, no. I like I understand that, but like he's. Like, yes, he's worked so hard to get to where he is, but at the same time, everyone knows that the NFL is very strongly against weed and substance abuse. Like, that's not a secret. So when you start training for the NFL in high school, you you full well under... Like, I'd hope you pay attention to the NFL at that point. And there's some guys like uh, Cleo Mack and Ziggy Onsa that don't play until, like, their last year of high school <laughs> or whatever and yeah. end up going to university, becoming, like, one, two of the best in the NFL, but it's, like... Christian Okoye. Yeah. The, ni- the Nigerian <laughs> literally, nightmare. Like, literally off the boat. Yeah. They they brought him in to be a fullback because the guy was massive. Yeah. Straight off the boat. Yeah. Like, Love scary, scary Love guy. Love that story. But anyways, like, so you understand that fully. And, I mean, so at that point josh gordon was already heavily invested in drugs yeah, but like, we don't know what, what else goes on in their life we can't just assume because they're an nfl player everything else in their life is perfect right they have problems too no no no. and i completely agree and for their like because they're in the nfl they probably have a lot more problems than an than average people like us like yeah, money exactly. money can't pay like can't pay for all your problems but that's actually part of my argument that 
because him be like him being in the NFL is the last thing he needs as a healthy human right now. I don't know. I think he needs help. Yes, and if he stays away, he's away from the NFL right now. I don't think that he's being kicked off the the Patriots yet. I think he's still on the roster. Patriots no. brought him back. This so, year. so they yeah, put they, a, they put a tender on him. Uh, okay. I don't exactly know what it means, but he's still technically part of the Patriots roster. Yeah, and okay, uh, so but he's away from football right now. Though. But there's there's a chance that he gets suspended again this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, like. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I think I think uh, I don't think he should step away from football, but Here's at the, the same thing. time, Here's I do see the argument about. for it. Here's what I'm worried about: if we take him away from football, what does that leave him with? That's what I was saying. We don't a know. A lot if, more time to get help. We don't know if, or a lot more time could, to get help. It could go either way. Like he could really fall down, think and fall it. into a worse. If place you take away someone's now. entire life, what are they going to fill it with? Probably drugs and alcohol. So, but so. As, Sorry, a, as an addict, and resources like, are gone too. If he, if he, if he, so let's say the NFL is like, we're done with you. You're no longer part of this. I say it's more likely that Josh Gordon gets heavier and heavier involved with drugs than it's more likely that he's going to get help because he has nobody telling him he can't do this anymore. If he's not part of the NFL, there is nobody saying you can't smoke weed, you can't drink alcohol, you can't, exactly. you can't do yeah. Zans and stuff like that. It's his ent- the NFL is his entire life. I the, don't know Josh Gordon. I don't know what else he's got going on. But from what it seems, NFL players are heavily invested in their football. Right? He's also still a kid. The guy's twenty-seven years old. Well, he's not a kid. So, Obviously, he's older than us. But like, he's still real young. Mm-hmm. All That's I want to say tons of time to become still good player. In the yeah. NFL. All absolutely. I want to say to that: numerous teams and the league. So, uh, like. Bill Belichick, notoriously, like, he gets, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Like, criticized for not caring about his players. Is that true? Well, I was going to say, like, Never like really um, he'll that. he'll kick any player off at any time if you uh, if you violate any, if you show up late, you're, you're kicked so off the team. So it says something. Any, any DUI you're, well, so, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's exactly what I'm going for. Like, he's notorious for not caring about his players. But a guy like Josh Gordon, who is like a known head case, gets brought in, and Bill basically tries his best to give him everything he needs. And it's not just Bill; it's obviously like Robert Kraft and stuff as well. But doesn't it say something but, that he's still on the roster? Then no, we but, we we could have gotten rid of him this off season and gotten like a pick for it or something. But we chose to bring him back for the for next year so yeah, he can play. Something. No, 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 yeah. I agree. And like, good on the Patriots for trying to help him out. And but the th- biggest thing to me is like. I don't understand how the Patriots are being so lenient with it, especially when he evaded their security team to go do this. He's a kid that needs help. I I completely understand that, but, like... Sorry, going back a bit, I don't think you can say Bill Belichick doesn't care about his players. I think he really does care about all his players, but he's just very, very strict with everything. Like He's he's so by the books and zero tolerance. He cares about them, but he's just zero tolerance. For the record, I completely agree with you. I think it's stupid for anyone to say that a coach doesn't care about their players like you just did what no he said belichick did he didn't say they should not care for i said he was heavily criticized for that i didn't say i agreed with that okay oh so that's what like that's what other people are saying yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. no i okay. don't my bad. my bad sorry if that got lost in translate like no i i don't think that he doesn't care about his players like um but so anyways oh, i lost my train of thought I don't know. I'm just going to interject here and say, like, like it's well known that, uh, like, addiction is a disease, but it also is a genetic disorder. There's multiple studies. It took me two, two less than two minutes to find this. It's a it's a journal. It's like a article in the American Journal of Medical Genetics by uh, a bunch of authors, Lou Durgan uh, Johnson et al. 
Um, but basically it says that they, they went through the human genome and they found um, 89 genes that contained uh, single nucleotide polymorphisms, which is just like a, a change in the base pairs of your DNA. Um, but they found like 89 genes that are likely to contain variants that contribute to addiction vulnerability. So some people are actually more uh, susceptible to become addicts in their life based on just who they are as a person and their genes and in their DNA. I understand that. And I completely agree. Addiction. Well, I, 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 there's nothing to agree with. It's fact. Addiction is a genetic disorder, but it's still legal. If you're like, if it's against your, if it's against the, uh, the mandate of your, of your company that you can't use drugs, you can't use drugs. I don't, I don't, I, okay, there's, so there's nothing around it. He can't play. That's okay. But we can't kick him out of the league for something that he literally has no choice over. I mean, I, some people are born more likely to become addicts. That's, that's mm -hmm. the fact. So that's what this paper says. Like half of what I'm saying is that like, I think, I think he should be like suspended or, um, terminated indefinitely. But I think like. And this is going to be impossible to, for him to do, but I think like he needs to step away. Like what, what he's doing sense. now, like with he the Patriots. Yeah, but like he's done it. He's done it several times yeah. throughout his career, where, he's, time, where yeah. he's been like, yeah, like I, I need to step away. He did it from the Patriots. He did, he did it from the Browns. He does it. But he also some... does it on his own accord. He, he doesn't he... get forced away. He decides so to do. I it. Under... He understands that he has an addiction problem, but he just, like for whatever reason, like he thinks he's good. He comes back and relapses. So, but that's what I'm saying. That's where it comes in. That football is that conditioning that when he plays football he feels the need to use because that's how it's been for his entire life yeah since a kid i don't know but he probably uses when he's not playing football too i think i don't think it's just to play football you're right but for him to be allowed back he has to like he has to get cleared yeah, he, it has to be he, known that he doesn't yeah. use and so for that time that he's suspended he's not playing football and if he's like he's not playing football. He's not using during that time. Right. Like that's just how it goes for him to be able to come back. You know what? I guess that's fair. Like, I, I don't understand how, like going back to a little bit, uh, I don't understand how Chris long, uh, didn't get caught, but I also don't understand how Josh Gordon keeps getting wet back into the league. Like he, according to like the NFL bylaws, like he should be done. He should be out of the league at this point. But so that's like, that's exactly what I've been trying to say there's, for the past hour right now. There's so much like inconsistency through their drug program. It's again like yeah. the catch rule. So much inconsistency. They really need to yeah. hammer that out and get a strict set of guidelines. Yeah. So if, if yeah. somebody, if some guy has, well, so the three offenses, after three offenses, you're kicked out for a season. After f like, do you just get a fresh start? Like I don't understand. Like he should be kicked out for two years at this point, but he wasn't. He was kicked out for one and then sat out another year. Yeah. So he's trying to get help. He sat out himself. Yeah. Again, big Josh Gordon fan, but like I, doesn't make sense. I understand what you guys are saying. Yeah, I don't agree with it. I'm saying that we can't kick someone out of the league for a chemical dependence that that normal people have. Just because he's an NFL player doesn't mean he's above it. Like I'm, I'm just saying like you, you can't take away someone's entire livelihood just because they're addicted. Maybe he doesn't even want to be addicted. Like he's just stuck doing it. Well, no, nobody wants to be addicted. To. But like, I don't. I I completely disagree with you. If it's against the rules to use drugs, I don't care if you're addicted. I don't care if you're doing it recreationally. You shouldn't be allowed to play in the NFL. That's where it also okay. Comes. You shouldn't be allowed to play. But I don't think they should kick him out until what's, he's. Held. What's he gonna do? What's be a general what, manager? No, no, no. What's what the I'm difference saying is between don't like, allow him to play in games, but you don't have to kick him out of the league. So, so it, he's going to be a free agent just saying... He's never going to play again at like that, never, that standard. He, yeah, like that doesn't make sense. What are you, no, no, no. you going to do? You're going to kick a player out of the league but not kick a player out of the league? You're no, not no. going to let him play, but you're going to let him play? Like, what do you no, mean? 
don't let him play in games, but you can let him be on a team and try to rehabilitate himself until it comes to a point where he can play games until again. he retires. Like because he's not. I don't. What if he but becomes healthy? What again? if he never plays another game? Yeah. Well, so then that's his fault by not getting healthy. But, but if he gets healthy, then he's allowed to play. I like. I mean, like I, I, I see where you're coming from, but it really just does not make any sense to me to have a guy in the league if he's on a team that's and he doesn't play, think, but he can still rehabilitate. That's what he's doing with the Patriots. Think right about now. it. Think about it from like a like a normal he's, business standpoint. Like you're working in an office and you just have a guy who's just addicted to drugs. Are so, you gonna keep him? Like, are you gonna keep him on your payroll if he's not even at the company? Um, I'm pretty sure that they have to by law. Like they have to allow him a chance to rehabilitate and then bring him back because if they just terminate his employ employment, then he can sue them. I'm I'm pretty well, sure. I know. So I'm in the sure NFL, it, it's completely different. No, I'm like, sure I know, but he was in talk, He wasn't talking about the NFL. In, no, in normal business, if so, what's like, the, if it's what's the, the commissioner's list? What Tell me what the commissioner's list is. I have no idea. What do you mean? It's a where the commissioner like the puts people list? on. Yeah, where he puts people on the list. He doesn't. He hasn't kicked them out of the league, but he's on his list so they can't play. So what's that? I don't know. I think you just explained it. Exactly, but you just—that's exp- my point. If he's on the commissioners list, he can't play. But they haven't kicked him out of the league. I think those are for more like short, like notoriously, like the people on commissioners list are more for people with short-term things, like but pe- I just people proved, who but in, I just in, in assaults and stuff. But I think Josh Gordon—they get to look at it as a separate case, not group him into all these other. No, but what I've just proved is that you can keep people from playing without kicking them out of the league. Josh Gordon has five tackles in his career. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not we're not saying it. It, it can't wow, be. What we're not saying it can't be done. It's just we're saying for Josh Gordon, we don't think that that's the best place for him. I, I'd love well, to see the guys we succeed. To know but what the best place for him is. I know we don't. I'm just saying like what we think. Yeah, like it's, it's, our, it's, opinion. it's our opinion. I'm leaving the door open for him to come back. I'm not slamming it shut. That's so, my point. If if he never gets healthy, that's fine. That's on him, right? And he never plays again. That's on him. But if we leave the door open for him and allow him to try and get healthy and then come back and play, I think that's a better incentive than anything else that could ever happen to him. So he's been in the league for five years now, correct? Twenty twelve was his first year, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be yeah, 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 six, seven years. So, but how much money do you think he's made? Guaranteed? I, I'd say guaranteed money. Probably. I don't know, know guaranteed. Well, I don't even know. But like, I don't probably guaranteed matters, wasn't a big so, thing until. Well, now, so. no, no, no. But let's say like. Uh, he's is, made quite a bit of money. Is it he's fair? Made, is it fair to assume that it's close, if not a little bit over ten million? Way more. I would. I would say. I would say we're looking at 25, 30 mil. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Sorry, it's not like it's not like they've taken like it's not by kicking him out of the league. They've taken away his livelihood, right? Like he still has a ton of money. He has a ton of money. Well, who knows how much money he really has? But that's not the point. I, I guess that's, that's true. Fair. He might not have he been good with all the money. He could have very well spent it all. But yeah. then again, you look at it, and it's like it's well known that players who get out of the league spend all their money anyway. So yeah, yeah. No, if, that's, if you kick him out of the league, he could run out of money within. That's three years. fair, but that's I. I hate to be this guy, but with us talking about the NFL as a business, it's it's not really their problem. Just like FYI, his average salary over his career is eight hundred thousand dollars. Oh, so that's, that's, so that's, that's wow. average wow. salary. That's yeah, that's a lot. Older because he was on his rookie deal for I, the first four rookie, years. Right? I guess, rookie I guess, deal, and yeah, then yeah, all yeah. The, he was suspended forty three. I guess games yeah, yeah he really so. he he wouldn't have been paid a lot being at the supplemental draft, right? That's right. Oh, so sorry about that, listeners. I was dead wrong about uh, how much money he made. So so when you average it out, the average eight hundred thousand right yeah. now. A year, so average eight hundred thousand dollars a year for. For five, is six that, years. Is that guaranteed or is that his salary? Because it's guaranteed money is much different. But like, yeah. because people make more money if they play more games. But, but if they say if they games. say that's his average salary, that's what he made. Like since he's entered the league, right now it's two million with the Patriots. But I, I think guaranteed? that's a steal. 
Guaranteed. If he can get if he can get on the field, that's, that's a steal. Contract. He was on the field and he played really well. For yeah, him. yeah, he 100 percent did. And there's no denying, like he's a freak. He's an amazing. Football Sorry, player. I said I meant to say if he could stay on the field, oh, okay. he would. Yeah, uh, he yeah, just very true. All right, um, so we're we're getting close to the end. Uh, I think we want to. Did we want to talk about the drug testing? Because me and Brady fought just, for just, hours. Just just real this. quick, um, because like Ryan thinks there should be no like a no drug testing. Is that right? No, no, no. Or that wasn't no, my point. No random. Or? I think that they should do it better. The I way, also, the way I they're doing it now that, is not yeah. working. The way they're doing it now should be abolished because it doesn't work. I think there should be a new type of drug testing, whatever. I, so then I do too. Just very quickly, do you guys have like any suggestions? That I was going to say I was, was going to say a couple things that are wrong right now. So one of the things that are wrong is there's no witness to watch the peeing sample actually occur in the NFL. At the scouting combine, there is a witness, but when you're in the NFL, no one actually has to watch you pee into the cup. Oh, okay. So, like, that could... Are you volunteering for that job? I, maybe. No, just, I, just I, for the I, Patriots. I, um, it's um, a guy named Ryan Riddell who played in the league for the Raiders, Jets, a couple other teams, and he, he wrote an article about his experience with drug testing. So he's saying at the Combine, everyone, like, people watch the pee come out of the urethra. And, and once you get to the NFL, it's like you could you could do whatever you wanted to. Like, there are... like It's kind of like suggesting like i know could there, do anything. there is uh some big uh what's it, repercussions if you do get caught cheating the like uh, yes. you know substituting yeah. uh it's just even diluting your sample so yes. that's what happened yeah. i don't know if you guys remember jabril peppers at the draft because obviously like he understands the combine is just an absolute grind you're up at like four in the morning every morning you're not going to bed till late so he's drinking a ton of water and yeah. they, when he got drug tested, they called it a diluted sample because his water is just watered it's down. Inconclusive. Yeah. yeah. If, uh, so that's so bad, man. They're gonna make you stay up for fucking eighteen hours, and like, you, obviously, you're gonna drink water. Then they're gonna give you shit for yeah, it. Yeah. Shitty. Like, if you're working shitty. out, you're like, he literally works out all day during the combine. That's like, poor no doubt, you're gonna have to be, uh, yeah, uh, you know, drinking water, but. If uh, y'all down at BMS could uh, send us some uh, <laughs> PVACs up here at Case and Punt, we're kind of sick of the oil changes. Oh, yeah. It's getting old. And so like, I think that's something they should change in NFL is like have someone to verify that the urine sample is at least at least that think, part because i know at, at college with uh with josh gordon his coach was helping him out giving switching his samples and so. i think baylor at that time was also like a brutal program pretty so corrupt that was uh that was yeah. when, like art art briles i believe is how you pronounce his name that's when he was the head coach and that was uh a lot of like there was a lot of like rape scandals at baylor mm-hmm. at that time so obviously you can tell no, like you know no offense well i mean kind of offense to these people that program was not a safe program it was not a good football program it might might have been decent on the field but I, think, I don't know my whole problem with the the league's drug testing protocol right now is that like chris long just proved that it doesn't work yeah it doesn't work absolutely 100 percent. but and I if chris but in, in, so what me and brady were fighting about is that i can't prove that chris long was uh not the only bun but if he's if he smoked weed every day and got through every drug test that ever happened, unless he'd never been drug tested, which is can't happen, it means that he must have cheated it somehow. Just that Chris Long did it leads me to believe that there's much more people in the NFL that are also cheating it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So Brady was saying that he is could be the only one that's doing it. Like there's he said he's hundred percent he's not the only one doing it. No, he's not. Like you said he was like he was an outlier in the data, right? That he was the only one that got through it all. I mean, using every day for twelve years is well, what I meant. Like, I, don't, I don't think there's I thousands think of people using it every see, day. Well, I think 
I think almost everyone in the NFL smokes like I, marijuana. Hundred percent. I think I think ninety percent of the players in the NFL do. I think at the 90. end of everyone's career, you're going to see a lot more people saying, "Oh yeah, I smoked during my especially NFL especially now that Chris Long said it." Well, I I will say this. I think uh, I read something that the NFL is rethinking its stance on marijuana. I'd say in the next in the next five years. There, it's it'll, gonna be an. That's one of so the only things me and Brady. That being on. said, there might not even be an NFL in two years. We'll get into that in another episode because yeah. that's uh, yeah, see, that's yeah. something that we've see talked about for a long time. NFL is dying out anyway against the other sports. It's well, it's unsustainable. It, it it really much it really is. Again, we'll get into this more in another episode. But there there is a not a lot of sports in the world that have the physicality of football. Yeah, it's unsustainable. Yeah, it's um, dangerous. But I again, can guarantee 80, you that like. I don't know. I asked one of my professors this, and he said that we're, we're going to find that once all of these, like all the players playing right now, that die and have their brains donated to research, it's going to see that like a lot of them had CTE. Not I, just, I'm like, going to say, just, like, I'm gonna say 99.9% of NFL, NFL players have CTE. Some degree of CTE. I mean, I I, I didn't. Yeah. I played football for one year, but I played hockey for almost all my life. Sure. I can. I I would say I have a good shot at having it. Oh yeah. Like sure. at least some form of it, maybe not like you know go crazy. You like, don't you know, have to have a ton of concussions to get CTE. It's I think multiple. I think it's just after one you can have a you're like you're you have a decent shot at having it. After well, one for concussion. concussions, the as soon as you have one, you're, there's a higher chance that you're you'll more have two. You're, you're more yeah. exponential. Well, you're so exponentially more the likely. biggest thing that uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna talk about this in another podcast. But so really Aiden, you have a really f- like interesting fact about it, and I want to save that for the next pod. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, I, I was gonna say it, but I think like I'm definitely gonna say yeah, it because yeah. yeah, it's 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 a pretty wild thing. But uh, should we? Uh, I've studied concussions for like three years now in my program. It's the like the chances that okay. So in the old NFL, all the players who've already gone through it and died never donated their brain. Also, we weren't looking for CTE, so why would they donate their brain, right? But I would guarantee that most of them had CTE. Now that a couple have donated, and, um, and I think Don't more note. people, yeah, I think more people will donate. Um, most that of the players that cut. that come out of the NFL and die in, like in the future will have CTE. Oh uh, wait, really quick. But but what I'm saying is like the other sports, like basket basketball, is going to be the most sustainable sport. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can agree with that. Uh, I wouldn't say soccer because a no, lot of players get concussions head, from headers. Yeah. They have a high, really high chance of. So, I don't think they're going to die out because of how dangerous that no, sport is. No, I don't. No, no, I don't no, think no. so. But it's I think most soccer, popular in the soccer world, is like, like one of the oldest. I think sports, basketball. Yeah. Basketball I think is, basketball uh, is going to be the number one sport within ten years. It probably. It's, it's probably. Basketball is probably pretty close now. Everything but, but hockey um, and football, so the entertaining ones. So, anyways, yes. yeah. So I think we're going to get on to the. Wait, actually, really quickly before we do that. Yeah. Um, the Steelers they have uh, like an absolute legendary center. I forget it. Mike Webster, right? Yeah. Uh, just want to say this really quick. I heard him talk like in an interview like late late on his life. I don't know if he's passed on or not. Oh but, yeah, he. Um, yeah, he committed hearing suicide. him talk scared the absolute shit out of me. This was like uh, I don't remember when I heard it, uh, but it was like I like I just had like a another concussion, and uh, hearing him talk scared the shit out of me. And what like did he say, oh, just, no, it's not what he said. It's how like he couldn't formulate a sentence. Like he was. Yeah. It it was like it's like Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. Like it's it's terrifying listening to these guys talk after it. Like uh, yeah. hearing like how, I be how scared debilitated for you get. though. This is someone who had multiple like hits to the head. Uh, not multiple. This guy got hit in the head. He played in like the the toughest era of football. A few thousand times. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably There's probably like a hundred times a game. Yeah. I also think that there is ways that the NFL be- can become more sustainable and like more safe. Like they're trying like without hitting the quarterback so hard. Devices, also, helmets, and stuff like that. Technology is getting prob- better. But the problem is. 
how do you balance keeping something physical like a physical in nature game and keeping and it entertaining getting it more safe you can't i don't think there is a balance at all so there, I, I think football they, is a terrible sport there's things that they can do they're developing these collars right now that you put around their neck and it, what it does is like it's supposed to be a little bit tight so it constricts your um, blood vessels in your neck so by doing that it sends messages to the brain to to uh, create more cerebrospinal fluid which is what your brain sits in in your skull and it, that's supposed to cushion it more so that mm. if you constrict the vessels in your neck it tells the brain to make more cerebral spinal fluid i'm not sure on how or why it does it but it does it and if you have more cerebral spinal fluid then your brain has more cushion so if you hit your head more it has more cushion less concussions that's what they're trying well to i guess right that's now. like probably the only thing that i've ever heard of that can actually stop a concussion because it, a concussion, it can't stop concussions it can lessen the chance of them with lower blows well because like a concussion like obviously your brain has never actually been like hit by an outside thing it's a concussion is your brain slamming against your skull mm -hmm. Yeah. No matter what helmet you put on, you're not going to stop it. That's Devices helmets are yeah. good. You know they're good. Uh, you know help with it. They're they're the the newest and best thing. But that collar actually like I want to put more research into that because that actually seems a yeah my like a good uh, idea. my neuroscience uh, professor got like a one because he knew the guys that were like developing. So he got one for his kid, and it says like it's uncomfortable. But it's supposed to be because it constricts the vessels in your neck. Yeah. Um, because that's what sends. I don't know how or why. I have to do more research on it. But it, it creates more cerebrospinal fluid, so more cushion for your brain. Would you guys let your kids play football or hockey? No. Not football, hockey. Yeah. Afraid. Yeah. I would. I would let them make the decision if they got to high school. I don't. But like, just like my I, parents. I'd if they, if they got to high school, I, I don't think I would. Don't, I don't think I would let my kid grow up playing football. Uh, maybe if he wants to play in high school, like at that point, I'm sure he'll be smart enough and old enough to. Yeah, where, where, like, if I understand, the, if decision. I understand, or like, if I explain them the risks of concussions and the risks of playing football, if they still yeah. want to play, I I say at that point, you know, go ahead and make your decision. But I would, uh, I would not let my kid grow up playing. Uh, playing football not, not grow up as a kid you're most vulnerable to brain yeah. problems Sunspots. although they have the most brain plasticity but like at the same time it's like well, the skull is not as like thick right i like, think does I, that does the bone it, grow over well as a or? baby yeah like so well, when, like, you, when, is, you, when you're born your your skull is in pieces and as you yeah. age it like they fuse together yeah. and become yeah. the coronal suture and stuff like that but that's like, why when i was younger my parents pushed on the soft spot of my head and that's why i'm like this <laughs> yeah so i've had major dent in my head <laughs> yeah that's why brady has to wear a helmet all the time on the bus but but <laughs> yeah like the, I, I think by the time you're like four it's fully like fused like, oh, okay so yeah. I, I was saying there's no difference between like an eight-year-old skull and a 16-year-old skull or something like that oh well yeah it grows with you well in terms of like actual size but just like in terms of getting hit it would have like the same kind of I'm not sure. I'm not 100% yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. but I, I wouldn't know. let my kid play as an as a toddler or as like a, no. a young L child. Little four year old just getting <laughs> as a toddler. He's demoed. gonna be a football, some of these, of a football some, player. He's some gonna of be these punted. guys. Some of these guys start at like <laughs> six. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, the Aiden, tikes. Aiden, if they want to start playing in high school, that's their own decision. That's what my parents did. What uh, what age does tackle football start? Because I know contact hockey is starting later and later now. I I started playing when I was eight. Yeah, eight, eight. Eight. Is when they started tackling? Tackle football. No, that's when I started playing. Oh, but, okay. But they could have what? been tackling before then? I, yeah, I actually don't. I, I know there's like a, there's a bobblehead age, which I think might be seven, I think. Is that what you Well, it's not actually, it's not called bobbleheads, but that's what he called oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're like running around. It's like equivalent bobble. to Timbits. Yeah. <laughs> they can, yeah. They could barely lift up. I, yeah, so actually I think, like we were called Timbits as well when we were like, oh, yeah. but it's, it's hilarious yeah. watching them run around because they're running around with their heads. <laughs> <laughs> no idea where they're going. What's Wait, going on? didn't you grow up in the States? Wouldn't that be called donut holes? 
Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, no. All right, so, uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. With yeah. with that, let's uh, let's move on. I think Aiden. You're... Oh, I have a question for you. I'm gonna put you on the spot right here. Oh, should women be in the NFL? All right, Aiden. I heard you had a devil's advocate question. That's a no. Uh, yes, I do. So actually, we'll uh, talk. No, no, no. We'll I talk. We'll talk about it right now. We'll talk about. Uh, Don't dodge my question. No, we'll talk about women in sports. Another. If in they're another able podcast. to, they Ryan, we're over time to. here. Uh, I will say this: Tony Harris, the uh, first female player to get a division—I think it was a division three scholarship to a men's football team. Her highlight tape was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It was pretty bad. It Impar- wasn't impartially like, like no, no bias. I don't care Good. if she's a woman or a man. If a, if it was a man in that in that yeah. video, it was terrible. Dude, no I what. I started one good. game in high school, and I think I had a I had a better highlight tape. I think so. Yeah, uh, it was and, pretty like, bad. No offense to her. Not Shout good. out to her for you know being getting noticed and getting on the stage where she gets a division three scholarship that's more than any of us ever got yep uh we also weren't in the state i got i got 750 dollars to mac not a big deal (laughs) but that's like you know good for her but i she's she she has a future a future nfl player player. i'll just say my stance really quickly if a woman is capable of making the NFL, then yes, she should play. Yeah. If she's just as good as any other player in the NFL, 100%. If, yes. if she's good enough, she should be in the NFL. It's it's not about gender. It's you know it's not about race. It's not about anything like that. The best player should play, male or female. I don't Absolutely. know. But I have not seen I, – I don't think I've ever seen or heard of a female that is good enough to play in the NFL. I nope. don't know if you guys have seen the lingerie football league. Those chicks – fucking kill each other it is pretty it's it's called the legends football league nuts yeah that's when everyone got so sensitive they changed the name yeah from lingerie to legends Uh, all right anyways uh i think we'll get into that in another one i think woman in sports gonna be a good uh good thing to talk about there's a lot of if she can make it 100 percent, yes so anyways i i have the devil's advocate question for today so mine is going to be going towards keishan devil's advocate <laughs> Thank you, Brady. I want him to get zero points. I'm gonna. Roast this better him. be hard. if this is an easy one, Aiden. Oh, I need so my devil's my devil's advocate. My devil's advocate question is based on the Panthers roster going into the 2019 season. You have to tell us why they will not be a playoff team. You, got, you guys are fucked. That's such an easy one. Come on, change it right, right, right now. Change it throw anymore. All right. They're an awful team, man. Let's get let's get started. Do you guys want to put three points on the leaderboard for me or what? Yeah. Well, let's go to the end. Let's just end it uh, and give Keyshan three. We, we, were, we were explaining the segment to a couple of our friends and uh, Mitchell Alcock, shout out. He uh, he asked me a question. He's like, uh, like, he asked me like three questions about like my favorite teams. He's like, uh, explain why Pittsburgh is like not as good as this team like the penguins i uh, explained why uh patrick mahomes isn't gonna win mvp next season explained why like and he was just targeting all my favorite players i am such a sellout like for the points i'm gonna just absolutely destroy the pan love the panthers by the way but like i will i will crush the panthers here. zero points already screw you all right let's go do you guys do you guys want to start do you want yeah, me to we'll start? start no no no, start. no he's we're, spo- yeah we're gonna have you start you're supposed to start okay well then so you're you. you're gonna bring up your points and we're gonna all right, Tell let's uh, let's go through this entire roster piece by piece. All right, starting with our our starting quarterback Cam Newton, yep. who uh you doesn't mean have an a, MVP. Cam Newton without uh, going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, yeah, two thousand what fifteen MVP. Uh, hasn't had a great season since. He has a the like the he's the least healthy that he's ever been in his career right now. He has no shoulder, cannot throw the ball, is. You know, and then like if if we look at that, DJ Moore is his only receiver, and he's in his second year. Who, uh, like, he's he's probably gonna hit a sophomore slump just because he has no other targets. No, he's taking Gr- a second Greg, year jump. No, I don't think so at all. Uh, DJ Moore is a good slot receiver. I don't think he'll be anything more. Uh, Greg Olson is getting older. He's still. Uh, Randall Cobb is a slot receiver, and he made all the difference. 
uh, I mean, Randall Cobb is now not on the Packers. He was not. When he, he was he on got, the Packers. He got overshadowed by Devontae Adams, Jordy Devontae Nelson. Devontae Adams is literally top two or three in the league. Great. Top one in the league. Great. I would say I would say DJ Moore is not Randall Cobb, and Randall Cobb is not. Yeah. never. Yeah, he's not going to be next year when he doesn't have a quarterback thrown to him. Second year job. You, you have Christian McCaffrey, who I will say is a great running back. Obviously, you know, a, the guy's fantastic. Top running, one of the top top five running back in the league so that is one focal point of uh of the panthers that's you know a great spot offensive line absolute trash if you watch last year cam newton had maybe three seconds or like, no, not even three seconds three seconds would be would be great yeah, but didn't they get he had like some guys zero in the draft? he had like two seconds to throw yeah uh well i mean they beefed up their defensive line i did, don't think they, did took they get any... quan short the, the tackle quan short's a defensive tackle oh uh so, so their defensive line uh or actually no we'll, we'll keep on the offensive line really hold quick. on i want to talk no it's cam my, newton it's is my one certain no you we just said we, Cam Newton is one sol- shoulder surgery away from being an MVP again, and I'm sure he's already had it. He's already practicing. So his shoulder is not healthy. Like I, that's not that's yeah, not something that's up for debate. His, repaired, his, his shoulder is not hundred percent. He's not healthy. He doesn't have a good throwing arm. He well, yeah, that's why I'm saying he had rehab over the summer, and he's already practicing again. Yeah, he's practicing again. It doesn't mean he's going to come back full health, and I don't think he will at all. He he, he hasn't had a good season in the last couple of years. He wasn't hurt all last season. He still wasn't great. I don't think. I he got hurt midway through last year. His bad stat. Well, and I don't think his stats were that bad, but I don't think it was his fault. He, I mean, he's wasn't even a top ten quarterback last year. Yeah, he was three thousand three hundred ninety five yards and that's still good. Three thousand yards tw- is tw- not twenty four touchdowns. No, that's, that's but that's, he's had that Aaron every Rogers season had, his whole life. Aaron Rodgers has had twenty five uh, touchdowns last year. So well, yeah, Aaron Rodgers was also injured. Same thing. That's he true. wasn't a good quarterback last year. Cam won't be a good quarterback this year. Uh, they lost Devin Funches, who was their biggest red zone threat. The guy was 6'5". I like Devin Funches. Now he's gone. So their biggest receiver is... Oh, Chris wait, Hogan. Chris Greg, Hogan at 6'1". He's uh, amazing. He's not a receiver. He's a tight end. If you use Hogan yeah, right, he's still, uh, best in the league. He's still yeah, a red he, zone uh, threat. Hogan's, oh, but Hogan's not a number one receiver. Lacrosse player. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Monmouth. Yeah, your best, your best receiver went to Monmouth. Let's, uh, He's catching TDs yeah, Greg in the Super Olsen's Bowl. Still a huge red zone threat. Greg, uh, Greg Olson's getting older. He's more injury prone. He almost didn't come back this season. Wait, he can't catch a ball. He can still catch a ball for sure. Everyone yeah, so in the NFL, in everyone the in the NFL zone. should be able to catch a ball. They, they've had him for so many years, and he's Six he's five. he's never... only thirty four. Greg Olson? Yeah, yeah, he's old as shit for a tight end. Uh, their offensive line again, not good. Defensive line and their front seven, uh, like on defense, fantastic, stellar, but. You lost Thomas Davis. Shaq Thompson never panned out. Luke Kuechly is the best linebacker in the like best middle linebacker in the league. No cap. Uh, their defensive line. They have Brian Burns, who is a rookie. He's going to be good. I don't think he'll be outstanding. He's no Miles Garrett. I uh, think he will be. I think in the future he has a pot- potential to be, but next season, no. Uh, Kwan Short is. Uh, they have the, one of the best young cornerbacks in the league. In Dante Jackson. Yeah. Uh, did you? How much? Of, how much Panthers did you watch last year? I watched enough that saw he was. He had potential. He showed to be flashes. Really good. You put him against a good receiver like Antonio Brown, and uh, Antonio Brown look makes everybody look stupid. Yeah, but Antonio Brown made him look like me. Like he was he a was rookie ter- going up against the best wide receiver for the last and he couldn't 10 hang. Years. He couldn't hang. Their safeties. Their yeah, sa- nobody's gonna be hanging. But we weren't though. saying. Well, he's no, the there best was, in there's the been league. there's been players that Just, yeah, but like for him to be the number one cornerback, he can't match. up. I don't think he can match up with Mike Evans. I think who's that, in the division. I, think I don't that, think he can match up with uh, Michael Thomas in the division. And I don't. Who's the other team? That how could I don't know. I don't know if you can say that they can't yet because he he's only been he's only been a rookie. Like so then you can't say that he can. I think he can. You can't say that if I if I can't say that he can't match up with them. You can't say that he can. He hasn't proven himself. He's an unproven corner. They don't have experience in the secondary. Kurt Coleman is their is their starting safety, and I think he's good. He's not not great. When they went to the Super Bowl, they had 
an okay. They had a pretty good defense. It was all right. Pretty good. So, they, they also lost Thomas Davis, who you know he was old. He was very injury prone. They but still he was have a Luke great Keighley. receiver. I, him and Keekly complemented each other perfectly. To lose him, that's a massive they had blow. Josh Norman, but I think Dante Jackson is going to be. The I don't. Josh I don't Norman. think he's as good as Josh Norman yet. Josh, Josh Norman's not even that good. Josh Norman on the Panthers was unreal. Josh Norman in his final year on the Panthers was one of the best cornerbacks. Well, he was the best cornerback in the league. I'm, I think I'm it was the sure. scheme because he's not good now. Yeah, sure, but you can throw Dante Jackson in the same scheme. Or sorry, exactly. sorry, sorry. I don't know if you can. I don't actually know if they're the same style of cornerback off the top of my head. So you can't throw him in the same scheme, but you can scheme around making Dante Jackson good. But he was he was good in his first in, in his rookie season. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't think he's going to be as good as Josh Norman next season. Not a chance. Josh Norman wasn't a rookie, uh, but no, but like you, I mean, you're like. Neither is uh, uh, Dante Jackson going into his second season. He's not a rookie anymore. Yeah, but he's, he he's so he needs to step up big, and I don't I don't know if he can. So all I'm gonna say, their front, like their D line, is actually decently scary this year. Yep. Quan Short, Dontari Poe, Brian Burns, and Bruce Irvin. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, that's pretty good. Bruce Bruce Irvin, he was out, absolutely outstanding on the Seahawks. He was good on the Raiders. I I'm really interested to see how he fits in with Carolina. Kwan Short is a great defensive tackle. Not, I wouldn't, I would say he's a top 10 guy. Dontari Poe has dropped off so hard after leaving, You're right, after but leaving the Chiefs. It's going to be easy for him to play better having a complimenting D-line. He he was on the Panthers last year. No, I know, but now, like, they have a better D-line than they did last year. Well, they they, they throw in Brian Burns. The Panthers are also a very tough division. And Bruce Irvin. Yeah. Sure, sure. So but like, I mean, two of four I, players. I, like, I mean, it, it's it's better than it was last year, but not by much. I don't, I, shoot, I don't remember what their one defensive end's name is. I think they're from a last year. of a Mario tough Addison? division, too. Because Julius Peppers. Tony oh, uh, well, oh, Julius okay. Peppers is, uh, like, I mean, Ely he might not be, like, you know, prime Julius Peppers. Absolutely, he is, because he played on, what, Packers, Bears, and Panthers, and he was great on all of them. When he came back to the Panthers he was a veteran presence and I think you absolutely need that especially on the defensive line uh if you take a look in Jacksonville with Kawhi's Campbell uh the veteran presence still absolutely dominant he's I think he's a big reason why Saxonville is called Saxonville but to lose Julius Peppers like that or not like that to lose Julius Peppers is a big blow to that defensive line I don't really think you have a good veteran starting uh like Bruce Irvin's Bruce there is a pretty good Bruce veteran. Irvin's a veteran but he's no Julius Peppers he does not bring what Julius Peppers brought to that no, defensive yeah. line. Not many people that ever that's, played were yeah Julius that's a Peppers fair point though. sorry there's not many people in the league to ever play that were like no, but you though. lost a legend, an absolute legend. The yeah, biggest like he was a rotational player in his last couple of years it, anyway. But I, it was more of his off the field presence that was it's bigger. Locker room in in that last season, he, it was more of his off the field. People that be, so like Luke Keekley's an like a locker room presence, not that's, a defensive line guy. Well, but that's the he's still well, in the defensive so he, room. He can help. He can help the linebackers absolutely. I mean, you know, but like look at Shaq Thompson. Shaq Thompson never panned out. He was a first round well, pick. Okay, but and I, I even I think with it's... Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis, two of like the greats at linebacker, he still never panned out. I I don't think it's fair to say that he never panned out. He's he's, an, a, he's, he's a, a starter. He'd be a starter if an, he went he, to most other teams. He's in the an league. average starter. I wouldn't say he's more than that. He's no, starting in the NFL. He's an average starter in the NFL. I don't care. He's way better than I am, obviously, but he's an average guy I, in the like, NFL. He's but not, I'm not, not saying, anything like, special. He he's not a game changer. He's not Thomas Davis. He's not Luke Kuechly. Shaq Thompson is average. Thomas Davis wasn't like yeah, but we're, we're placing point, a lot of emphasis on Thomas. Thomas Davis. Davis was really, really good. I don't. I don't. For I, a while. Yeah, I don't for think for a he, long he wasn't time. like. That I'd en- say him and Shaq Thompson were pretty close in. Oh, absolutely skill last not. Year. Not even a chance. Last year, maybe. Yeah, oh, but not the maybe, year maybe last year, but like oh, years before that, when to- oh, that Super Bowl year, uh, like obviously Cam Newton had the best season of his career, 
But that defense was they were also absolutely a lights going out. into the Super Bowl, right? Like, yeah, it's yeah. not like they were lucky getting there. No, no, they they had a great year. That was a fantastic year I, for the Panthers. I, think that, I don't see I don't see I them think, recreating it I next year. I think Cam Newton could play like that again. I don't think so. Not not this year with coming off a massive shoulder injury. I think he needs a year of like a a, like a, a redshirt year. Massive almost. shoulder injury. I think it was a chronic shoulder injury. He can't like, he can't throw. He, at the end of the year, well, we don't know now. I haven't seen his practices. They don't let people see his practices. No, they don't because they're hiding it still because he no, can't because throw. because they're not legally allowed to yet. Yeah, but, like, I mean, there's there's been uh, – you see weeks from OTAs all the time. You see you see Baker Mayfield dropping dime. I saw him throw the one of the nicest balls I think I've ever That's seen. because the Browns are Too bad he can't do it in so game. Uh, yes, he can. Uh, Baker Mayfield, absolute beauty. Over but right. I saw him throw an absolute dot to Richard Higgins. Puts it right in on the sidelines. In I think it was double with a third guy like close, uh, yeah. but he dropped the ball in perfectly. I think you haven't seen that from Cam this offseason. Why? Think this, because they're hiding his throwing because he I can't throw right now. I don't know about that. But. So funny enough, we were just having this uh, talk about Thomas Davis and uh, Shock Thompson, like who who was last season. They both had seventy nine tackles on the dot. Like that's and Shaq's like, best sure. season and, of his I, career. I, I, and, and so I, I already said that I was wrong and that they had. They were I, I was just gonna say that's season. that's a pretty funny coincidence, but yeah, that, so that's that's actually kind of funny. But also, um, how many did Blake Martinez have? Can we just do a fact check? No, we're not. We're not. Who gives a shit Please? about Blake Martinez? No, he's worse than Shaq Thompson. Shut Kidding. up, yeah, oh, dude. Sorry, would the... you say Blake Martinez is better than Shaq Thompson? Yes. Yes. Perfect. You're helping my argument. Thank you. How does that help your argument? Because, still, because Shaq good. Thompson is not Blake good. Martinez is one of the best middle linebackers in the yeah, league. Yeah, if you compare him to the best uh, in the so league. Blake, Mar- then... Blake Martinez is a middle linebacker. Uh, it's, Shaq it's, Thompson's it's, outside. Yeah, I know, but I'm yeah, saying... So it's a, it's, it's a similar but different position. I don't know how this helps your argument. I mean, it it does. You just, like Shaq Thompson is not a good linebacker. All right, let's compare right. him to uh, any uh, Bobby Wagner then, eh? Like, Of course he's inside. not as good as Bobby Wagner because Bobby Wagner's one of the best in the NFL. Yeah. So... One thing I got to say about this Bobby offense, also way better than Blake this offense is going to be fast next year. Yeah, Who's, great. You're fast, but like, Who's, what else are you bring in? Carolina, because they, oh, Cur- they, they have Curtis. They have Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore, who are absolute burners. Yeah, DJ Moore had a decent rookie season, a good rookie season. I'll say that. I'll give them that. He had a good rookie season. Again, him being a number one receiver, I don't think that's going to pan out well, especially going into the second year when people actually like have film on the guy. I don't know. CMC's like. Anytime that you can drop a ball off to your, your running back and he can run for 20 yards up the field, like you're going to be a dangerous offense. Yeah, Cam Shore doesn't have to be 100% for him to dump it off It is a very big CMC. help to have that extra target there. Tom, Tom Brady basically has made a living off of dumping off to his running back. Yeah, he has like Cam w- Newton is not Tom Brady whatsoever. That's not what I was but saying. He, I was just but saying he can that throw, that is a he fair can throw five yards to his left or right, and then CMC gets uh, 20 yards. Yeah, but so he can he can do that. And slants but the hope what are the odds? Like that? That, so CMC, obviously, absolute fantastic running back. But to be like a focal point of the offense and like the only one that teams are queuing up on, realistically, you can know. single you can single cover any of the receivers in Carolina. You you can put your safeties over top so they don't get burnt. You can just focus on 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 Christian McCaffrey and you can eliminate That's, him from games. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Look, if even if Cam Newton can't throw the ball eighty yards down the field, you can find a scheme that allows him to throw, like Brady said, ten yard slants like Tom Brady and win a Super Bowl every year. You're, you're gonna be taking the secondary out of the picture with the speed and the in the and all the go routes. And then the, the slots and McCaffrey running down. I mean like none of the and, cornerbacks are in the notes. Whoa. I also think that Carolina's like they're they're prey to a really tough division because I don't care what you say, the Saints are one of, if not the best team in Falcons. the league. Damn it. I yeah. forgot that, yeah. Anyway, but like they're gonna win the division next year, I think. Saints? I think yeah, everybody absolutely. else thinks that well, too. The, which the, means the, that Carolina would have to get a wild card spot. So even if like 
but like that's just the position that they're in. But I think they can do it. That's two losses right there to the Saints. They're, the Panthers are not as good as the Saints. But the Panthers say, also say, last sorry, last year the Panthers played the Saints really well. They only lost by three the first game, and then they won the second game versus the Saints. Yeah, they did, and they, so, uh, like, they played really Saints, well. In that Saints game. Saints like uh, sat everybody. It was really late. In the I know, but the, the part the prior game where it, it was they, it was, it was, it was, it was they won the first not, game. I it was twelve right? to nine for the Saints. So it's not like. It was the close. Saints yeah. have a chance. Divisional, at... ga- divisional games are also always stupid close. Oh yeah, like, I know like, that. Like, it's it's not. It's like it doesn't even matter. Like how like good the Dolphins one team beating is. the Patriots. So also, no, uh, shout out Gronkowski for the best tackle someone, attempt I've ever seen. Someone in my life. that we're forgetting about that the Patriots actually just, or sorry, the Panthers just signed this year is Matt Paradis, who was the best center that? in football. Yeah, I was just about yeah. to oh, say. Come on, he's gonna yeah. beef up. What do you mean, come on? No, I mean like yeah. Of like, course, he, they're, oh, they're, he's given a he's given yeah. a good old let's go for the for the, for okay. the Panthers. No, 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 but line. that's but that's what I'm saying. Like having a good center can do miracles, especially I for center, center, especially for Cameron. I also think Riverboat Ron's gonna is a really good like coach. The so. center is the guy that's like he, he's pointing out everything on the line. He's looking up and down the line, making sure that everyone knows there. And he's he's the guy that's audibling on that offensive line, communicating to the quarterback behind him what he sees. He in might front be of him. he might be the the most important player, the best player is the left tackle. Who's their left tackle? Thank uh, you. I have no idea. I think it's Trey Turner. Who's no no, no, no. Trey Turner is their left guard, I believe. I heard Turner's good too, though. Because they don't they don't have McQueal anymore. I know he started there last year. He was their center, Daryl Williams, who's actually he's pretty good as well. They also had they had um he's he's the blind again, side guy for a while, didn't they? I, yeah, I think they did have Orr on their roster for a while. But, yeah. again, you know, like, Daryl Williams was there last year. Ty Turner was there last year. Cam got crushed last year. Every single game, I hated watching Panthers games because I love Cam Newton, but he just gets crushed. I think that's a little bit of play. his fault, too, I mean, though. So that's, like, you can't, you, I, you can't, as a quarterback, you have to learn to, to slide with your feet first or you're going to get destroyed. You, you Cam are, Newton suffers the... The price. Like and that's he, and that's the thing. Cam Cam was all about taking contact. He's six six, two hundred fifty pounds. He's bigger than most linebackers. Yeah. But you're still gonna take. He still takes shots. And if we're talking about just staying in the pocket, it's not as much on Cam. You need to you need to learn to throw the ball away. But you can't throw the ball away three plays on every drive because yeah, you're Aaron Rodgers took a lot of heat for throwing the ball away. Last, last so, year. but like that's what I mean. Like I don't think because they had Khalil last year as their center, who did like a pretty good job throughout their career. But I feel as though like. Um, uh, Paradis is really going to tie that together because if you look at that Bronc- Broncos offensive line from that year, like yeah, they're de- or, um, they, like they were pretty good with helping Manning out that year. They, well, they didn't. Well, Manning, yeah, but they haven't had a good quarterback since. Also, no, that's Manning. Uh, Manning and Tom Brady, they have this in common where uh, they're both so intelligent that they can diagnose everything that's going on pre-snap. So okay. is Drew Brees, and he's in their division too. So, so was Drew Brees. Cam Newton. I, I don't. I he can't. I don't think he can do that on the level. He he can maybe not put on the pressures, level, but like, I think he's smart enough to do. I, that. I think I think to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, you have to be able to diagnose pressures in fronts. But I don't think Cam can do it the same way Manning did. That's why they said Manning, Manning is and one Brady of the best ball to ever play. So, all um, right. So Keyshen, uh, re- wait really quickly. Yep. Do you guys? You guys all had Madden 12, right? Yep. Yeah. Do you guys remember playing against Peyton Manning in Madden 12? Oh my where God. he ran the playcock down every single snap yeah. on offense yeah. so because he kept making it. adjustments. Yeah. I always simulated games I played against Peyton Manning, whether he's on the Colts or, you yeah. know, if he got, if he got it moved. It was so annoying. It was the worst. Yeah. Oh no, I would never God. play against him. Just fun little tidbit. But right. I, I think we are going to wrap up here. Yeah. So yeah we're, we're going to cap it I'm just going to say, like, I think that they have the potential to be one of the best teams in the league just because Cam Newton's been there before he understands what it takes to get to the Super Sorry, Bowl. Is my DA over? 
Yes. Well, we're, we're yeah, argu- you can, we were, yeah, yeah, you we can were just arguing for the Panthers to get a wild card spot because that makes playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Wild playoffs, cards, like, playoffs is playoffs. Wild you're taking it like in. You're taking eight, it to so, Panthers, now, Panthers what, 16 and 0 Super Bowl champions. <laughs> Cam Newton wins <laughs> so, MVP on a very like, healthy shoulder. So after, after that devil's advocate session, like, what are your true thoughts on the Panthers like making the playoffs? Wild card. On the Panthers? So I think they get the wild card spot. Okay. I think they have a chance. So they're not going to get the. They're not going to win the division. Buccaneers are weak. Falcons always. Falcons suck. Falcons are always. They're dropping. Uh, the receivers, DJ Moore. I think he's gonna absolutely blow up <laughs> next season. Uh, Cam Newton. I, you know, I am still a little bit concerned about his shoulder. I love watching Cam Newton play. I hope so. He's do healthy. I? He, he. That's the reason I like the Panthers because watching him at uh, at Auburn was so entertaining to watch. I love when he gives the balls to little kids. That's really pause. weird. I meant, I meant <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he pause. when he gives the football. Remember, okay, when, uh, so remember when they said he's going to get fined for it, and then he's like, "Nah, I'm going to yeah, still give him to kids." You. Yeah, great guy. Okay, that defense so absolutely great. Dante Jackson going to be one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. Kurt Coleman, very underrated. Uh, Kurt Coleman's not on the team anymore, eh? Oh, what the fuck? I I tried saying that like right, so I get through, in trouble but for like, swearing is whatever. No, I didn't, <laughs> we can swear all we want. No, uh, Eric Eric Reed is like their safety. Oh yeah, I forgot about Eric Reed. He's one of the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets drug tested too often. He gets drug tested too often. He's, he's, he's going to be gonna too busy caught. pissing in cups to play. Uh, to, to be yeah, on the he's field. He's so dehydrated. All right, so uh, let's wrap this up. What, what, am, what am I getting for points? So here, boys? Um, max, max one. one. I I want to give you I want to give you a two because you did a really good job with your arguments, but you didn't you didn't convince me. That's the thing. I think like three out of three has got to be like you've convinced. Yeah, me. Like, three oh, out of three. Yeah, gotta, like, yeah, you, so yeah, I I'd give you a two out of three because you did a really good job. Because I still think the Panthers are going to make the wild card. So like, we're so we're sold on to I will, I will say two, Carolina yeah. had one of the best drafts this year and they've added some people like Eric Reed was a really good pickup. Like I, th- they have dude, a chance. Brian Burns is going to be absolutely I wanted nasty. to bring up Christian Miller as well, but the thing is because yeah. he was a lower round draft pick like, Yeah, it's hard to bring him up. But no, no, no. But like so yeah, again, you did a really good job. Um Two out of three. I, yeah. I'm really, I'm Two. really sorry. I'm it was really paining me to say a lot of that stuff. It Cam hurt, Newton, I can't wait to see you come back. Um, so Ryan, where can uh, where can we find you? You can find me uh, at Ryan Matthews ninety one <laughs> on both Instagram and Twitter, and I think at Case and Punt for the podcast. How about you, Brady? Brady Burrow on Twitter, Brady underscore Barrow. I just found that out that there's an underscore in it. So. Oh, okay. That's why you haven't gotten any followers. That's why. Yeah, that's exactly why. Shoot, zero followers from it. I think I have. I think I have nine follow. followers on Twitter because I yeah. also just got Twitter. Ever since we started this podcast, I've gotten like thirty followers. Are you guys gonna wish us luck? Really? They're just tonight? yeah. They're just I got all I got, porn accounts. I got a. <laughs> Oh, the porn bots? Yeah. I'll take it. I mean, it, it looks good on the numbers. Get, get, get my message request with the massive yeah, group chats. I love it. I, yeah, I say hi yeah. back. No one responds. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, nobody, nobody that's cares. That's the way she goes, yeah. eh? Yeah. That's, that's got to be the biggest think, kick I, in the nuts ever. I think uh, <laughs> even you, the porn accounts won't uh, respond to you. For hockey tonight. Wait, wait. Hold on. Aiden, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at AidenWall2 on Instagram and Twitter and Case and Punt. On Actually, the- AidenWall underscore two. It's not. No. Idenwall underscore two All right. underscore. I just you found can, out it's underscore. You can find me at Keyshawn.Patel4 on Instagram and Keyshawn underscore Patel14 on Twitter. You can find Case and Punt at Case and Punt on both Instagram and Twitter. And uh, you can also email us at caseandpunt <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. Aiden. <laughs> Way to go. Uh, but quickly, before we cap things off, Brady, can we get a Patreon check? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, we don't even wait, have to wait, look at Can we do an actual Patreon check? It is fully, <laughs> it, it is up. It is official. We don't have to check. I know it's Ryan, zero. can you spell it for them? Do you have it uh, memorized? Is it, is it uh, patreon.com slash C-A-S-E-I-N-P-O-I-N-T? Whoa, Pont? 
What is wrong with you? Int point. Oh yeah. Punt. Say what's up. Uh, yeah, so that's yeah. patreon.com oh slash case and punt or C A S E I N P U N T. Holy shit, boys. I, I just checked the Patreon. You're lying. It's zero. Oh, we still have zero. <laughs> still zero. But, so since we're at zero, if you are the first no. Patreon, Stop it. we will fly you to Mars to start colonization with Elon Musk, and you will be regarded as the savior of humankind. If you're the first Patreon, we'll right, make guys, all that happen we'll, for you. We'll see you next week. Wait, sorry. I mean, we'll we don't it. have to pay anything. We'll make that. it up. We have to pay. We have to pay every expense of every, uh, like the no, whole right. rocket. Can we get a, nope. Can we get a budget check instead of a Patreon check? Negative right, four thousand. We'll see you next week. May your Bye. punts be high and down inside the ten. See you. Let's go.